Good afternoon. You had just tuned into Table Talk with Michelle. Hello, everyone. I am doing flying solo today. I just would like to come and talk to um, everyone, the women and the men. Um, I would like to first tell you a little bit about Michelle, myself. I am the author of um, When God Says Yes. It's a book that God has placed in my heart to publish, to write and have published about my life. Everything you read is based on true life story that happened in my life. The book was to empower, to encourage, and to uplift anyone, male or female, that if you find yourself in any of the places or if you find yourself in a place where you just need God, is to encourage you that when God says yes, that's all that matters and to stand on his promises because his promises is yay and amen. I'm also the founder and the director of Charming Etiquette with Michelle Charm School. Um, that was a, a charm school. That was a, a something that got birthed out of me many years ago of going through the things that I went through that you will read in the book of abuse. And when God set me free, he set me free. And I've been telling and sharing my good news with every young person, every woman that I come in contact with, that God is real and he is the head and he is the author of my life. I'm also a minister of the gospel. I love sharing the good news that Jesus do love us and he cares so much for you. Today, I would like to talk about our topic is to Talk to my women more so, as well as men, because it's needed. I don't believe in being one-sided because I think once we are educated, we do better when we learn, when we know better. But I was on the Internet, and again, I'm always surfing because I also have a, a website, www.charmingetiquettewithmichelle.com. Yeah, charmingetiquettewithmichelle.com. That's my website that gives you a little more insight of the classes that I teach, how you can reach me. Um, if you ever have a topic of discussion or if you ever like to be a guest, give me a, hey, give me a call. My number is 716-259-4890. And if it's a topic that we feel like is needed and, and God says yes, it's a it's a go. You can also leave me an email at my saving taylor. That's M-Y-S-A-V-I-N-G-T-A-Y-L-O-R at Yahoo.com. Um, I love to hear from you. I love to get your feedback on any discussions that you have heard me talk about. But today, <laughs> excuse me, if my voice sounds a little raspy. <laughs> Um, I've been, um, I have, I was not feeling well a couple of weeks ago, but it's taken a while for my voice to come back, but I'm doing fine through the grace of God, by the grace of God. Today, I would like to talk about this new movement of the um, women femininity and that, um, that is going on more so is like I'm being, is, is being said more so against women of color more um, than anything. And I just felt led to address it. I felt like God placed it in my heart to talk about it, to address it, so that we'd be more educated and we'd be encouraged for my sisters out there. You know, it's just, it is such a um, negative narrative that is being said in reference to my single sisters, you know, that you have to look, dress, 
or you have to dim your light in order to um, um, appease, uh, um, to have a husband, that you must, um, the Bible does talk about us being um, submissive, but I think when we talk about women being submissive and saying, you know, a certain color of woman don't know how to be submissive. I think you we need to go back and understand the history behind it and not destroy um, her credibility, but to uplift her and to understand it. Because in the Bible says, in all things, get an understanding. So I just felt like I talked with a lot of different other women who were single. So it's just not coming from my point of view. I talk with them and share with them what I was going to be talking about. So this is what we came up with. And I hope you enjoyed it. And more importantly, I hope we learn one from another how to treat one another and how to cover one another. But I, I, I my thing was, I said, wives, it came, it comes from the book of Ephesians 5, 23. And it says, wives, submit yourselves to your own husband as you do to the Lord. It says, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body or which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit to their husbands in everything. And I'm a person, like I tell everyone, we have to go back to the basic. We have to go back. And what I mean to the basic is to the word of God, because that is my blueprint on how to live this life. Everything that I do is based on what the word says to do. Because just like you have a car, you know, you have a BMW, you don't take it to a Cadillac dealer, you take it to a BMW dealer, the one who manufactured, the one who made the car. So it's the same thing with our walk in God. We go back to the person who created us in his likeness, in his image, which is God. Amen. So I don't have a problem with submitting. And I was sharing that with the women. They looked at me because I considered myself to be a, a strong woman, but I also considered myself to be a wise woman as well as a loving woman. And sometimes we think when we talk about being submissive that that means that we have to be mini mouse and no, honey, no, baby, you know. And if that's not your character, if that's not your personality, you know, that's not what submissive means. Submission means to um, let your husband be the head. Don't rule over him. Don't um, allow. Don't um, allow allow him to be the man of the house. You know, um, come in agreement with. You know, so I said, and I don't have a problem. God knows I don't have a problem. I have not desired to be married for a long time, but it's been placed in my spirit at the beginning of this year that I do desire because I realize that I'm getting older and I do desire to have companionship. And I'm so looking forward to um, treating him like the king that he is in my life, in the head of my home. But I also want to say that he also will have to treat me the way the word says treat me because the Bible says, husband, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and give himself up for her. He didn't say to her and everyone else. He said to her. So, you know, um, to make her holy and cleansing, he said her by the washing with the water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church. A radiant church means shine. So the word is telling us, ladies, you don't have to dim your light because you have um, 
accomplish some things as a, as a, as a single. You just haven't met the right man that uh, is going to allow your light to shine or one that you can submit or reference as head of the home. So until God does that, don't dim your light. Keep shining. It says, it also went on to say, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own body. He said, he who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one have ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church. So, you know, women, you know, he will come and he will come not in place, but he will be, you know, like um, the head of your home. So you will go to him like we would normally as single women go to God. Whenever I have situations that occur in my life or problems that come up, I go to the Lord because right now being a single, that's who my husband is. It's like, okay, Father God, you know, this one calling and asking me to do this and you opening in this door and you doing that. Okay, Lord, I need that, dot, dot, dot. And I give it to God and watch God. God move or, you know, not just so much as um, in financial areas, but even in health and even in in every area of my life, I take it to the throne and God answers. So he's telling our husbands, okay, now when you come and you take that place, there's a responsibility that comes with that. And the responsibility that comes with that is that you ought to love her. I tell people God has always provided for me. I said, man, I mean, I drive the car that I desire to drive. I live in a beautiful home that is furnished. I said, all my bills are paid on time. I said, God has provided and I shop at whatever store, whether it be Neiman's Marcus, Bullock's, Dillard, whatever, you know, um, whatever store I desire, Gucci, whatever store it is, God has afforded me to do so. So when the man does come into my life, you're taking the place of God. You know, you're taking that place that you're that in-between person now. You know, I come to you. Then if you can't provide it and you can't do it, then you got to take it to the Father. Am I I okay in saying that? (laughs) So, you know, I just was hearing a lot of different narrative and, and I just really wanted to come and clear that up that yes, we do have to submit when God sends you that, that man, that, 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 that provider, that covering, that man that holds you blameless and allow you to, to be so radiant as the church, you know, that, you know, um, that you will be able to honor who would not want to honor someone that does all of that. <laughs> Come on now. It's like, dude, you got me hands down. Yes, yes, baby. <laughs> yes, King. <laughs> so, you know, because the Bible says this, for this reason, a man will leave his father and his mother and be united with his wife and the two will become one flesh. This is so profound in mystery, but I am talking about Christ in the church. However, each one of you also must love each one of you also must love his wife as he love himself and his wife must respect her husband. So if he's loving you, that means putting you first. You know, like I, you know, like I did with my daughter, you know, because the Bible talks about our children being lent to us. And and I had my daughter and 
I remember, you know, saying if I have this baby, regardless if I'm with my daughter's father or not, I had to make certain that God equipped me with everything and that I took that job seriously. And, you know, anyone that knows me, Miss Shatila came first, you know, before Michelle got shoes on her feet. Miss Shatila, if she needed them, she got the shoes. You know, my priority was always taking care of my baby because she was lent. And we got to be so careful of the things that God has given us that we are treasuring that we 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 um, we take care of the blessings that God give us. So I want to say, nevertheless, in the Lord, women is not um, it is not independent or a man nor of a woman. For as a woman was made from a man, so a man is now born of a woman and all things are from God. The good news is that men and women rely on one another. All right. And God made them equal partners in life so they should respect one another. You know, um, I hate sometimes, like I said, the narrative that I hear that always talk of women of color as if, you know, we as women of color don't know how to submit or um, or we don't know how to be kind or gentle and, you know, and. and I think so much of it that some women, they literally believe that, you know, believe in the negative um, hype of what is being said and that you have to look a certain way. And, and you know, I ask questions to the Lord like, God, you know, Lord, can I ask you, um, why is it that it's just um, women of color? You know, it's so complicated and it's so hard for women of color to to receive a husband is all these rules and regulations. We have to look a certain way. We have to dress a certain way. We have to have clean credit. We can't have no bills. We can't um, we can't have a certain weight size. We can't do this. We can't say we can't have an opinion. We can't have a career. And then you look at all the women. I'm around some powerful women that have it going on in their lives who have husbands and and yet still they can be the CEO of this company, but yet be submissive with their husband. So it's like a, a negative. And it's not that they got it. It's just that when that role came into their life to be the wife and because he was the husband that that allowed them to shine. He was the husband that took care of them better than they took care of themselves, that he loved her, that she didn't mind um. Um, allowing him to be the head, you know, she want because that is the order of God. But I think sometimes when we hear these different narratives, it's talking about boyfriend and girlfriend. And, and the reason why she's not allowing him to be the head, because she are seeing qualities that he doesn't have to, to be the head of her life or to be the, the head of her home. So there that's when you are getting, I think, some some um your your um. Your answer is that this is not the one for you. But for someone to say that all women or women, black women or women of color are, you know, that's just pretty negative. And I am a woman of color and I love who I am. And I have my great grandmother, my grandmother and my mother has broken down doors for me, for me to uh, walk in this place of knowing who I am and not making any apologies for it. 
I am a woman of God and God called me and I am effective and effective in what I'm doing. And I can't minimize my light or dim my light for no one, because the Bible says, let your light so shine, you know, that it will draw others unto God. You know, when we are in, in, in ministry and when we are in life in general, when we're doing something, it's drawing others to know that God is not a God of respect for person. What he's done for me, he's more than willing to do for you. Now, if I walk around dimming my light and, and not allowing God to shine through, God ain't just calling men to call people to be saved. God is calling women, too. Because we can look all through the Bible And see where women were used in the Bible One of the people God used were um, Deborah In the book of Judges She was the first judge over the church And it was like, you know That's a woman of authority Now because she had authority Didn't mean she didn't know how to be loving and kind Don't get it mixed up Like the old school used to say Don't get it twisted Don't allow her occupation to To lose out on her being loved God created us fearfully and wonderfully. His his word said, marvelous is thy works. And my soul knoweth it right well. My soul know that it's right well. Those are some of the words that I had to stand on when I was with the wrong person who abused me instead of loving and caring for me. God had to teach me, no, baby, that, 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 that wasn't for you, you know, because of your disobedience and you doing it your way. But I'm going to tell you who you are to me. I made you fearfully. And wonderfully He said so good He said my soul knoweth it right well You know I created you in my image In my likeness And he said and everything in the world was Everything it was good Everything God created is good. So I want to encourage my sisters to don't dim your light. Whatever your position, your occupation is, whatever you went to school, your career is, and you went to school, and only you know your storms, only you know your battles and what you had to do to get where you were at. And I'm not talking about um, negative things. I'm talking about you knew that some days you had to eat probably one meal to pay for that bill. You know, you knew that you had to sacrifice not getting the car that you wanted. Just so you can provide for your family or for yourself Or you knew in order to go to school That I had to walk away from everything that I love Because I knew that this was a call in my life Don't allow anyone to say to you that In order for you to be loved God created us to be loved God created us He created us male and female God created us to be loved And you are worthy of it So when you find yourself in a place Like I say to people, you know, in your waiting, but let me define in your waiting. In your waiting does not mean you're standing still like a duck and waiting for somebody duck, duck, goose and pick you. No, 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 no. In your waiting, while you're waiting on Mr. Right, and when I call him Mr. Right, your knight in shiny armor, because there is a knight in shiny armor, your knight in shiny armor, your knight in shiny armor is not mine, mine is not yours. We like two, may like two different kind of makeups, but your knight in shiny armor is made up just for you. The one that knows how to talk to you and allow you to shine and love you the way you be loved until he comes. Keep doing what God called you to do. Keep educating yourself. Keep going after the things of God. Keep improving. I always tell people 
Every year I do something to improve myself, to do better than I did the year before. I don't want to find myself doing the same thing I did last year and not improvement. I want to see improvement. I constantly want to grow. I don't want to see myself having a, the same um, conversation that I almost can tell you verbatim what is going to be said. I'm all about growth. So if that means that I got to continue to grow in a person that God has for me, is going to love it. He's going to respect it, my sisters. He's going to love everything about you and everything. He's going to feel so blessed and lucky to have you because the Bible says that you are the favorite and you are the good thing. He said he that finds a wife finds a good thing. And he, let's back up for a minute, the good thing. A good thing. Just think of everything good. Everything good. That means you the helpmate. You know, you the, um, you the friend. You the best friend. You the prayer partner. You know, you the one can lift them up in prayer. Take them to the throne of God. Cover my husband. You know, open this door for him. Do that for him. You know, you're the good thing. And you obtain favor. So as I go and pray for him, God will open up the door. Because guess what? We're favored by God. Girl, you better know who you are. Honey, I tell people, I know who I am to God. I tell people all the time, honey, I am the apple of his eye. You better be careful how you do me. You better be careful how you talk to me, how you respond to me, how you act with me. I say, because, honey, the Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. I know who I am in God. I've seen throughout my life some prayers that I know that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, honey, I know I would have been devoured by my enemies. I have seen some prayers that I know that I pray come true. I, you know, I believe in writing a vision down in my tablet and I also believe in vision boards and I believe in putting them in, in places where I can see to remind myself and I encourage my sisters to continue to encourage and pat yourself on the back until he comes because he's coming. Your time just is not the same as your sisters or the same as your your cousin or the same as your friend. But don't allow anyone to think that your light has to be dim, baby, because it doesn't. Your light, God has put everything in you. If you're the CEO, if you're the president, the vice president, the mayor, the governor, God put all that in you. If you're the judge, the attorney, he put all that in you because God need women as much as he need men. This world is not just made up of all men. This world is made up of men and women. And we have a lot of women who have been hurt that needs to know that all they have to do is get up, speak that word of encouragement, put one foot on the floor on at a time and one foot before the other. And yes, you can do anything because the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Know who your strength is from. I didn't come on air today to debate, to argue. I just came to clear up some things that I've seen on the internet. Maybe you didn't see them. Maybe it's just the Lord putting it in me to encourage you that you don't never have to dim your light when he sends you your mate, when he sends you the right man in your life, your right companion. He will honor and reference everything about you. It doesn't mean you have to shrink in order for him to be a man. A real man doesn't want you to shrink. A real man wants you to continue to to be that awesome, that powerful, that power pack that he needs. Two is better than one. I also wanted to share some things. <clears throat> 
in the Bible that women are made in the image of God. You know, women are part of the redemption of the story. Women have purpose, you know. So, you know, when, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to consider the people that you're hearing from. Is this a man or is this a woman of God? Well, I've been hearing it from a lot of men. Is this a man or is this a woman of God that's telling me that, you know, um, this, that, and the other, or I'm to this, or I'm to that, you know, and I always tell people, you got to, if it doesn't line up to the word of God, then I'm not listening to it because everything that I am today, my past have made me this person. Um, my bringing up has made me this person. I come from a family of strong women. And one of the things I loved about my bonus father, um, Bishop Iroh Fairby, he used to always say, y'all some strong women. Lord Jesus, y'all some strong women. And he didn't say it in complaining. I think, you know, he was saying it because he admired the fact that we were strong women, but it never intimidated him that he was surrounded around, you know, um, strong women because he knew who he was in God and it never took anything from him. Because, you know, he knew he was a man of God. He knew he was a man that loved his wife and took care of his wife, like the Bible says. So when you have a husband and knows who he is, he's not intimidated by your 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 strength, your strongness. Because one thing you got to remember before she became your wife, she was already here on earth living her life. And her life circumstances sometimes has made us, you know, um, a little tough skin then and you know and that's when we continue to pray and we hit our knees that God begin to show us you know how to soften ourselves in certain areas I know um, some things even about myself that I had learned you know that um, to soften myself with because you no, know, you don't want to intimidate or scare and I, I don't even know if I want to get into that because I think intimidated, scared. If he's hearing from God, I want a man that hears from God. I don't want a man that's hearing from the world. I want a man that moves out really believing God. You know, <laughs> how he gonna find me? Who who, who gonna tell him where to find me at? But God. So he has to be a man, a praying man. He has to be a man that knows what he wants. And when God sends it to him or put it in his path, that he's courageous enough to follow the will of God. So I just, again, want to encourage my sisters to know your place and to know that if you're in your timing, it has not happened. It's only because it's a matter of timing. You know, know that God loves you. You know, we are heirs of the kingdom of God. You know, we are very important to the body of God. Um, this coming week, I will be talking to women, encouraging them like I'm going to share with you. Um, I, I believe in affirmations. I believe in getting up in the morning and quoting scriptures and reminding myself and telling Michelle who she is to God, that you are fearless and you are wonderfully made and marvelous is the work of God. And my soul knoweth it right well that I'm in agreement with the word of God. When you speak it, you have to be in agreement with it. And that seals it. I begin to tell myself that I am the apple of God's eye, you know, and when you know that you're the apple of God's eye, you can go to the throne and ask God of anything and, 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 and touch and agree 
with the Holy Spirit that God said any to the touch and agree, you know, that I shall receive, that my prayer is heard. So, you know, get up in the morning and affirm yourself. And it's not doing it in arrogance. Like I tell anyone, we live in such a cruel world. We live in a world where, you know, it's you know, it, it's not so much as everyone have an opinion, but we're so vocal about some some of the most negative things. And everyone has a say-so to me but the Christians or black women, women of color. And I think we have to stand on our foundation even more so and not to be shaken. And my foundation is the word of God. He's a solid rock I stand because the word, you know, there's no, what the old song used to say, the solid rock I stand, all other is sinking sand. He's the solid rock that I stand. He tells me who I am. And not that I'm above approach that if I do wrong in my prayer time, the Holy Spirit will speak to me and remind me because in order for uh, us to hear our prayers, we got to admit our wrong and uh, confess our sins, you know, and ask Father to forgive us so that our slate is clean, that our prayers can be heard and that we can continue Continue to be a vessel used by God. But get up in the morning and speak to yourself. That's one of the things that I do with my Charm and Etiquette class. Every class we start out with affirmations. We look in the mirror and we say, you know, tell ourselves the hardest person to convince is yourself. We could tell the world, we can look a certain way for the world, but start telling yourself, look into your eyes. The Bible says eyes is the window of the soul and begin to speak to your soul and tell you who you are. But you got to get that word in you. You got to get that word in you so you can speak that word back into your life. And then once you step out of the perimeters of your home, you're guarded, you're covered over, and you're covered by the blood of Jesus to withstand the wiles of the of the evil out there in the world that will come against you. And, you know, and I pray, you know, God has been putting it in my heart to pray for my single sisters, that they stand strong with integrity, that they don't lose themselves in the midst of of their standing and waiting. Everyone deserves to be loved. Everyone that desires to be in marriage deserves it. God would have never put that in your heart. He would have never placed it in your spirit if that's what he did not have for you. Everything starts off in the in, in our mind, a thought God was put in your heart. I'm going I want you to be married. And all of a sudden you start thinking, I desire to be married, you know, and you know, get and you start thinking what kind of companion what I like and you know and um, what kind of also what kind of wife I would desire to be and begin to pray on those things before he come don't allow the word to tell you what you have to be and then tell him if it doesn't line up to the word of God this is what my God says that I am I'm fearfully that I'm the good thing that I'm the favor you know he is to come and cover and take care of me he is to love me when the right one come honey you will honor you will reference hell that's one thing you know um, I thank God even for my mom because she was a pastor and Bishop was the bishop of our church before the Lord called him home and she didn't allow um, 
anyone to come and disturb that. And she will always say, that's my husband, and I have to reference that. And I learned that from her, that regardless of what your opinion may be or what the church opinion may be, no, this is my husband. And she always did things according to the order of God, and that's why her marriage was blessed. So I hope that you can take away some nuggets that I spoke to you today. I hope I cover some things. I hope I'm more important that I encourage you because I'm saying this to you as well as to myself because I'm standing in agreement. I share with a couple of single women that God has been placing in my heart to send women their husbands and loose them to allow them to meet them at the grocery store, pulling up in a in a driveway somewhere, you know, um, being at the right place, you know, at the right time. It's time. Time is winding up. And there's certain things that you can um, do even in, that you can't do in ministry. I think with um, being single that it comes with having your companion and if that's something you desire. So I've been praying for the single women and maybe I'm wrong on that part. I don't know for certain um, because I think of whatever God calls me to do, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that because I don't know it all. I'm, you know, some things I have to consult my pastor with. So I'm going to take that one back. But I will say this, that whatever God is calling me to do, I want to do it in a spirit of excellence and I want to um, be a blessing. I want to encourage women. So women, get up in the morning and encourage yourself. Do your job to excellence. Love on other people. Love on that other sister. You know, encourage her. You know, let's be a light to one another. Let's be a help to one another. And when he does send you your companion, then you pray for the other single women that you know. Because you'll remember those days when you desire to be married and have companionship and have friendship. Have someone you can come home and talk to or someone that you can go out to dinner with, someone you can pray with and someone you can do other things with. So it is a blessing. So I just hope that this show really, really blessed you. I would love to hear a response. If anyone um, would like to leave me a response, you can at my saving Taylor N Y S A V I N G T A Y L O R at yahoo.com. Again, um, this is Michelle coming to you. Like I told you what we promised we would do, keep it live, keep it real, keep it 100 like they say. You know, there's one thing about me that anyone knows me. I don't hide behind. I believe in speaking the truth, and I want my sisters to be encouraged. I love God's people, and right now our world is going through so much, and we need to encourage one another and stop putting one another down and saying that, you know, we're putting lead, um, leaving the, the stain that is you're not good enough because you are good enough. How I know because the Bible said you was. Whether you tall, short, fat, small, light, bright, dark, or tan, you know, whether your hair is yours or not, whether your nails is yours or not, God said you're still, he said, I created you fearfully and wonderfully. Don't allow anybody to allow you to shrink and not be who God called you to be. Until next week. I pray that you was blessed. This coming Saturday, I will be at Saints Tabernacle with Pastor Tony um, Robinson and his beautiful wife, Constant Robinson. I've known them for a long time. When I was a young girl, I used to spend a night over at their house, me and my sisters. <laughs> God is so good. I'm going to be speaking to the women there. If you don't have anything to do this coming Saturday, tomorrow, 
come out. It's at 1301 Genesee Street. Use the side entrance and it's for free. And we all they're also going to be having food to feed whoever comes. Um, come in. Let's get a good dialogue going on. It's going to be Table Talk Tea with Table Talk with Michelle. And we're going to be talking about the different things, the issues and different things that women face. Um, period. And we're going to talk about it. And let's be a help one to another. Until next week, I really hope I see you there. Until next week, God bless and bye-bye.